At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Cranberry Radio presents CEO Coach, a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding the finances, set up the staffing, our CEO coaches will break down the art of business development from the ground up. Now here to get you started are the experts of online business startup management and development, the founders of Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. Welcome to CEO Coach. I'm Jillian Music, co-founder of Moz, and I'm here with my partner and colleague, Ann Kennedy, author of Global Search Engine Marketing. Together, we're serial entrepreneurs. We help companies to launch, grow, pivot, and thrive. Find out more at outlinesventure.com. Welcome, Ann. Hey, Jillian. How are you today? I'm doing great, because today we're talking dirty. Oh, boy. What are we talking about? That's dirty. <laughs> dirty stuff. Lots of founders hate this stuff. Other people do, too, right? And everybody's got to do it. And companies don't survive without it. And most people's hands get clammy and they start sputtering when they think about it, right? Now, almost everyone I know at cool tech startups wants to avoid it as much as humanly possible. In some cases, founders won't even hire people who are good at it because they hate the idea so much. So the thing is, it's essential to our very lifeblood. Everyone has to do it, as I said, right? All the time. And despite the shame of it and the fear of it and the rejections and the slogging hours of work, as awful as that sounds, you know, and all those things that you're going to hear along the way, we have to do it. We can't live without it. What is it? Sales, of course. Sales? Do, do we have to talk about sales? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's talk dirty. We're going to talk about sales, right? All so, right. Let's do right. it. So the question really is, why do we hate selling what we're so passionate about? What is it about sales that's so foul? And more importantly, how do we make it better? 
right? So what works in sales and in other conversations, by the way, that help you and your potential customer to see that there's a mutually benefit to working together and to passing money from her hand to your hand and receiving something that you will make that makes her even more money than she passed you, you know, in a reasonable amount of time, that's what we're going to talk about today. What works in sales? How do you make a collaborative and cooperative conversation instead of a sale, the way we think about it in the traditional ways? So, you know, I found some really great insights from a really surprising source, the FBI. Oh, you've got to be kidding. I what does the not... FBI have to sell? This is crazy. Well, Selling is convincing. And how many times does FBI in a position to have to convince people? In particular, there's a book out by Chris Voss, who was a lead international kidnapping negotiator. And he wrote about using, wait for it, emotional intelligence tactics for high stakes negotiations. The book is called Never Split the Difference. It's HarperCollins. Came out in May of 2016. And he writes about how the same techniques apply to business negotiations like closing a sale. So surprisingly, I actually have seen that as well. I think it's brilliant, and I've ordered the book. Yes, it's called Never Split the Difference. We'll put a link to that on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash podcast. So tell us, Anne, what Chris has to say, and Let's just take a look at some of the other things that bring wisdom to this idea that emotional intelligence is a tactical approach for sales that improves the discussion and improves the outcome. But first, I just wanted to express some gratitude to Justin Barrasso, who's the founder of Insight, because he brought this to our attention in a post on Inc.com. And we'll put that link up, too, on our Facebook page. Oh, so, yeah. Thanks so much. It's about emotional intelligence, a term that's used a lot. We've all heard now, it's sort of pop culture to talk about the EQ in, in business. You're supposed to talk about your emotional quotient instead of your just your IQ. But I think it's much less often understood. I was also listening to a video by Tom Gimbel, who's the founder of LaSalle Network, who says this may be a bigger problem in tech startups because they are generally founded by entrepreneurs with a great idea and the highly focused engineering skills that are absolutely critical to develop a great idea and ready it for market, but not so much the people skills for forming and nurturing relationships. And those activities are emotion-based. In other right. words, <laughs> emotions are your keys to closing a deal, specifically your prospects' emotions. And I would also say that would speak to this constant conversation we have about wizards and executors. What Tom Gimbel was describing is that wizard's personality and capabilities, and of course what they often lack are the skills of an executor, someone who can execute on the ideas, and in other words, get a distribution channel out there and get a sales process going. We're going to talk about prospects, emotions, and how you can work with them, and how you can understand them, and how you can share your own even to make a positive conversation around the process of selling. It removes the sting out of what has traditionally been, if you will, a bullying or badgering process in which somebody insists that you need something and must pay them for it. Rather, it's a collaborative process in which you present your case, you meet the 
emotional needs of someone else and you get to the close. But wait a minute. You know, I started in advertising decades ago and haven't advertising pros known and applied this principle since the beginning of advertising? I mean, remember Vance Packard and the Hidden Persuaders? Yes. You know, and the red convertible but, that was somebody's mistress? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they have manipulated it. Manipulation of emotion isn't really the same things, right? They have used emotion to engage prospects, but not necessarily in an honest manner. And that's where it gets that slimy, you know, a feel for us, right? The principle of using these in negotiating, right? Better yet, closing sales is the concept brought into the last stages of the sale when it's just you and the customer you desire. The problem is, as you said, you know, is this where we get to talk dirty? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So what Voss says is that the emotions are the obstacles to a successful negotiation as well as the means. And what the five... Well, because you, you can use the key techniques of overcoming uh, the emotions in that Voss talks about in his book and never split the difference, but mostly it comes down to how well you listen and respond to your prospect's feelings. Exactly. So I'd say that that's really the critical piece, right? It's not that selling is so terribly distasteful because it's a foul or slimy process. It can be, and we did see that with this kind of in-your-face advertising that kind of came to a peak at the end of the 20th century. It, it was manipulative. It continues to be. We see those kinds of things, but there is also, if you will, a better way. And what we're looking at today is this idea that even if you are a wizard and you have not yet found an executor that you can work with, or in other words, someone who can do these sales for you, if you're thinking about doing that, bringing somebody on board who can do business development sales, you're looking for somebody who can operate in an honest way in understanding the emotional requirements, the needs of a prospective buyer and then honorably addressing them, right, and making sure that their emotional needs as well as their financial and physical needs are taken care of, right? The physical need is, I need a solution to something in my business. If you think your product's the right match, you go in to give it to them. Then there's a financial need. Can I afford this? Right? And you make some kind of a presentation that indicates honestly that there is an ROI and all of that. And then you can't understand why the guy isn't buying it. That's what we're talking about today. It's an emotional requirement that's simply viscerally built into the human system. And you need to learn to identify it, address it honestly, and help them to make a decision that's not only good for you, but that you know is also good for your client. And we'll go into that more deeply, particularly the the techniques recommended by Chris Voss in Never Split the Difference from his FBI experience, because Indeed. there are yep. some surprising twists on conventional thinking about using yes. emotions to your advantage when you negotiate, and you can apply this to making those sales you need so much. Uh, uh, we'll be we right back, though. We're going to have to take a break here, Anne, um, because I, I do want to dig in and I want to kind of pick your brain on, on what you picked up from this and as particularly those five things that we're learning out of Never Split the Difference. It looks like a great book. I'm eager to read it. But we'll be right back. We're going to take a moment for a word from our sponsors. 
More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Are you paying too much for your paid advertising or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? Studies show that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average. The web marketing experts at WMETraining.com can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the web marketing experts at WMETraining.com. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to CEO Coach. We're talking today about sales and how to break through this, you know, fear and loathing of the selling process with some surprising insights from a former FBI hostage negotiator. Welcome back, Ann. Hey, Jillian. It's good to be talking to you. Okay, so what are some of the things that you had learned from this process of understanding emotional intelligence and leveraging it to the advantage of closing an honest and good sale? We all know about repeating the words we hear and using phrases that demonstrate we heard and understand the person's feelings, the the person that we're talking to, our prospect for a sale, using um, tactical empathy to proactively label their fears or resistance. Don't they call that active listening, Anne? We do, but this takes it a step further, just a step further into helping people understand that you really do get what their fear or resistance might be in Mm -hmm. buying your product, taking up your service, making a change, things like that. I would say it also helps you as as somebody who is in a sales position, especially if sales isn't what you do on a regular basis anyway. Many of the C-level folks who are listening into this show are challenged by this because, again, they haven't yet hired a sales team, people who do this for a living, right? So if you're in that position, it helps you personally to do that active engagement in the understanding of what the other person, of where the other person is coming from. When you physically repeat it back, it helps them to understand that you've listened, but it also helps you to really get it and to focus on it. Absolutely. But here's another technique. Had you considered 
making a list of the weaknesses of your position or offer to prepare for the difficult questions. Yeah, you know, when we do things like um, explain how to make a pitch deck, right, you're going to go out and get some money, right? That's a big sale, actually. You want to get a whole lot of money and you're not kind of handing them anything today. You're going to hand them a piece of your company and that's the hope of uh, future, you know, investment cash. But when we do that, we talk a lot about having to have slides that talk about the risk factors and the competitive landscape in particular. What would stop you from being successful? What will challenge you in the competitive landscape. I think it's an important thing to be honest with your customers about it. It's also important to be honest with yourself about it so you're ready for, if you will, the objection list or the difficult questions. And I'm glad you mentioned pitching here because, you know, pitching is sales too. And I just want to bring our CEO (laughs) listeners around to, you know, we're just not, we're not just talking about selling your products or your services. We're also talking about that exercise that you have to go through consistently to raise money for your company. So I'm glad you brought that up here. Another thing that Chris Voss talked about, which might be surprising, is get them to say no. Mm -hmm. That's an interesting piece. Why would you want to do that? Yeah, most of the negotiating pundits I've ever read have said, you know, talk about getting to yes. I think that's actually the name of at least one book on negotiating or one conference series. So what's the value of no? Well, plenty. Okay, tell us, why would you want somebody to say no before you get them to say yes? It's counterintuitive, to be sure, but think about this. The sense of control and security saying no gives your adversary, and let's be honest, there is some element of adversary relationships in sales. There just is. Yes, because until you both come to the common conclusion that you should work together... In other words, they should buy from you and you should provide service. Right now you're on the same side of the table. Let's get this done, right? There is adversarial discussion. And that's whether you're raising capital for your company or you're selling your product or service. So here's the top hint of all of this or the best hack for it. It's about how you ask the question. You want to ask an open-ended kind of no-brainer, no-oriented question. One, you suspect you already know the answer. One way to look at it is if you ask, can we talk about X, you might get the yes you anticipated, but if you phrase it in a way that the answer is no, but it also provides a go-ahead that you anticipated, you've allowed your responder a chance to avoid feeling like they made a concession to you. And this is huge in this back and forth. So what we're saying is that emotionally, a buyer needs to say the word no, and you should honor that. Give them the opportunity to use the sound and the word no. So if you ask, is it too late to talk about X, they get to say no. Have you given up on this thing, aspect, hope, whatever? They get to say no. And saying no makes them feel secure. How about that? Yeah, so it's subliminal, but you've permitted them to do it so they can kind of get on with a discussion process. Now, you can look at that as, if you will, manipulative. Oh, I, you know, manipulated something in a subconscious, whatever. Or you can just say, look, it just is. 
I will be in the same position when I'm the buyer. This person is in the same position now that they are the buyer. Let's just get on with it. Honor it. Move through it. Once it's done, you can get to a place where the two of you can look at the right data on the table and acknowledge what's being discussed. Until then, there is this, if you will, visceral requirement to say no. And it, and it muddies the thought process. Well, I think that the the muddying is actually can be productive because when we're forming a relationship, and remember, all of this is about forming a relationship, whether it's a short-term negotiation for a hostage or whether it's a long-term negotiation for selling something or an even longer term for obtaining funding. It's about forming a relationship. The relationship is the core thing. And if you allow the other person with whom you're negotiating to have an opportunity to say no, then you are elevating them to a position where they can have an equal input relationship with you. Does that Correct. make sense? Yes, it does. And again, um, the object here, what I'm trying to get across is that it is not manipulative, but that it is honoring the subconscious requirements of another human being. And you would have the same requirements yourself if you were on the other side of this negotiating table. So let's take a look at the particulars. Rather than ask, can we talk about X, in which you get the word yes from your customer, how should we phrase these things? Is it too late to talk about X? Exactly. So you can see? we talk about X gets a yes? Is it too late to talk about X? Have you given up talking about X? Have you decided not to move forward with X? Right? Exactly. Set the question so they can say no and you can proceed with the conversation. A tight tactical tip that actually addresses a broad sensory requirement of the human body. All right, fascinating. With that comforting control that they're feeling warming them to you, remember this is a relationship, then you can move toward the negotiating breakthrough, according to Voss. The magic moment when you convinced your prospect that you understand their dreams and feelings. How does this happen? When you hear them say, what, that's right. When you summarize and reaffirm how they feel, you know that you are now, as you put it, Jillian, on the same side of the table and how are we going to get it done? Right. So first tip, understand the requirements of your associate here as you begin your negotiation and as you make your presentation of a sale. Honor the feelings and the subconscious requirements of the person on the opposite side of the table, right? And ask questions that enable them to say the word no in whatever language. We're going to take a break here at CEO Coach. When we come back, we're going to dig into some other tactical tips that will help you in your sales discussions and help them move forward more smoothly, more quickly, and to a positive conclusion. This is Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy. We'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. 
Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to CEO Coach. This is Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy. Welcome back, Ann. Hey, Jillian. What are we talking dirty about today? Sales. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, (laughs) that notwithstanding, we're talking about the the real tactical elements of a sales conversation and perhaps almost any conversation, which early stage and even growing stage companies have to deal with on an almost daily basis, right? Almost every conversation is a sales conversation. You want to give something and receive something. The other person wants to do the same. If you can make it in a way in which our subconscious and then our cerebellum can get into action and make some good decisions, we can move forward. So what's our next tip, Anne? Well, we're working with a lot of material that we discovered from Chris Voss, who was an FBI international kidnapping negotiator and should know a thing or two about negotiating. And he said that good negotiators identify and influence emotions rather than denying them. Forget the poker face. Be real. So, again, you said something really interesting. Identify emotions and then influence influenced at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices by developing better technologies we keep moving forward with each new idea innovation and partnership we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day to find out more visit parker.com purpose parker Engineering your success. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.